Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is an author and a professional storyteller. Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. What story do you have today? Michael, here's the story from Priscilla Garcia. You could hear the fireworks overhead. The night was warm and calm. The sound of families and the scent of barbecue lingered among us. But I sat in my room crying, contemplating in the dark, with the glow of my screen in my face, wondering if this maybe could have been the end. It all felt so permanent, so world-ending. The break. The break before the breakup. At this time, on 4th of July, I had been in a relationship for four and a half years with a man that I truly thought that would be the one. Unfortunately, we had come to a decision that we would be going on a break for a week to see if continuing was the best idea or if going our separate ways would be best for both of us. I wish I could say that this was the last time that I cried in that room, but unfortunately it was only one of many times to come because a week from then we spoke and it was decided, it was permanent, it was official, that it was the end. After being together for four and a half years, my heart shattered and I was at a loss for words. For once in my entire life, I didn't know what else to say. We shared a look then, my partner and I, as we sat in my room a week from the break. He told me that he had never felt so good, that it was good not to have somebody expect anything from him. And I felt my heart shatter, sink, collapse into nothing. It all felt like a dream a terrible, horrible dream that I so desperately wanted to wake up from. But it wasn't a dream. It was reality. And upon waking up, it all just set in. It all just felt so real. I walked him out through the front door And I waved goodbye to him, knowing full well that this was going to be one of the last times that I saw him. Somebody that I'd seen every day for the last four and a half years. It felt surreal, but permanent. Which was, you know, the least that we could want when it comes to a relationship ending. It was amicable. It was good. There was no kicking and screaming. There was no throwing of things or punching the air. It was just over. From then, I sank into a deep, dark depression. It felt like months that I cried. Months and months. But in reality, it was only two months. Two months that I sat in my room and cried. I dove into what I could, into my interests, into the gym, into lifting weights, into skateboarding. That is, until August of that year when I was at 
West Boynton Parks and Recreation next to Park Vista. And I was skateboarding as I was attempting to do a trick that my partner at the time, well, my ex-partner had attempted to teach me. I heard a pop in my knee and boom, I crumbled to the ground. I tried to get up to walk away the embarrassment because I wasn't alone in the park, but unfortunately there was no walking away from this fall. My knee had been injured and there was nothing I could do but hobble away into my car and hope for the best. A month later, other news came on top of me having ended a relationship and having gotten injured. My landlord was selling my home, the home I'd been living in for three years. It was unfortunate and sudden we had a month to pack up and find new arrangements. And so, as life goes on, it beats you down and you just keep on trudging. But that's exactly what I did. By October, I had found a new place to live. I had gotten my knee surgery for the torn meniscus that I unfortunately suffered. But I felt brand new all of a sudden, a new space, a new place, a new outlook on life. Yes, I was hobbling from place to place, and yes, I wasn't exactly an Olympic athlete at the moment. But from these ashes, a phoenix shall rise, and that's what I did. I rose. I rose from all the sadness and the tears and the heartbreak that came with life. And I came to be a new person, a new me. And I really liked her. She was courageous and strong. And as hobbling as she did, she didn't want to give up on her interest and her hobbies. So she kept moving forward. Priscilla Garcia with a story about a breakup. Yeah, Michael, this story really was told so beautifully about such hard emotions. The break before the breakup. I like that because I think we all went through something like that. And she uses this lovely intimate voice when she tells the story with great pauses. I love when she says, felt so real. And those images, the sounds, the smells, the tears, the glow of the screen that she starts off with, I mean, we are just there with her. I can't imagine how devastated she must have felt when her boyfriend enjoyed the separation they had and she didn't. He sounds like one of these people she's better off uh, rid of, but who am I to say? You know, we just have a few minutes story from her about it. But she does very clearly say that time passed from these ashes, the phoenix rises. She has gone on with her life. She's found a new space, a new place. And I love the fact that she doesn't tell us that we can do it. She shows us that anybody can move on from any bad situation, that tomorrow is another day. And we really live with her the depths of despair as well as the phoenix rising. 
Oh, I, I couldn't believe. I felt so bad after the breakup, but then hurting her knee on the skateboard and then being kicked out of her apartment, I assumed that was as low as you can go. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought those up. It wasn't just the breakup. I mean, it was just a terrible time. Do you think she started talking to herself in the third person so she could give herself more confidence? People do that for a lot of reasons. I once had a very arrogant dentist who did that. <laughs> and I think he was a legend in his own mind. But I think that is absolutely, emphatically not the case with Priscilla. I think that's a really good insight, Michael. Maybe she's getting some distance and perspective on herself. Well, thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. We'd like to hear more stories of South Florida. How can our listeners get in touch with you? Whether your heart's broken or not, send me an email, cneil, N-E-I-L-E, at F-A-U dot E-D-U. I don't need a summary. Just ask for directions. They're very, very simple. We do have archive stories at our website at wlrn.org. Click radio and then the public storyteller. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Michael. See you next week. Dr. Karen Neal is an author and a professional storyteller. My name is Michael Stock. The public storyteller returns next Sunday.